WCYB Digital Radio. This is today's Cybercrime News. The Department of Homeland Security has postponed the deadline for all Americans to get an enhanced Real ID driver's license or other identification required to fly, according to Newsday. The deadline, which is now May 7th, 2025, has been delayed since it was first set to go into effect in 2016. Once implemented, the Real ID program will require all air travelers 18 and older to upgrade or obtain a Real ID state-issued driver's license or identification card to pass through airport TSA security for domestic flights. From NBC News, Hackers linked to the Chinese government stole at least $20 million in U.S. COVID relief benefits, including Small Business Administration loans and unemployment insurance funds in over a dozen states, according to the Secret Service. The theft of taxpayer funds by the Chengdu-based hacking group known as APT41 is the first instance of pandemic fraud tied to foreign, state-sponsored cybercriminals that the U.S. government has acknowledged publicly. A Florida man was sentenced to 18 months in prison for his participation in a SIM swap scheme and the theft of over $20 million, the U.S. Department of Justice reports. 25-year-old Nicholas Truglia, who, with his associates, stole a staggering amount of cryptocurrency, according to prosecutors, was additionally ordered to pay $20 million in restitution for his crimes, as well as to forfeit over $900,000. In Arkansas, the Little Rock School District has decided to move forward with a ransomware settlement agreement after a recent cyber attack, according to ABC7 KATV. Officials revealed in a board meeting that they will pay $250,000 plus fees to the hacker group in hopes to get their stolen data back. Further, they confirmed they will work with authorities to implement new protocols to protect their systems in the future. From One News New Zealand, Thousands of coronial files and reports had their access impacted following a cybersecurity breach, the New Zealand Ministry of Justice confirmed. It's believed that approximately 14,500 coronial files relating to the transportation of deceased people across the country from 2018 until 2022 were affected. A further 4,000 postmortem reports relating to files from Northland, Waikato, the Bay of Plenty, and other areas were also impacted. The Canadian branch of Amnesty International was the target of a cyber attack, the Washington Post reports. The incident left the organization offline for nearly three weeks. However, U.S. cybersecurity firm SecureWorks said there was no attempt to monetize the access. Officials determined that a threat group sponsored or tasked by the Chinese state was likely behind the attack due to the level of sophistication and the use of specific tools that are distinctive of China-sponsored actors. Reporting for Cybercrime Radio, I'm Hillary McClure.